Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Lincoln is a bad mother. We're just talking about Lincoln. Good morning, Cincinnati. Welcome to 1230 WDBZ. We are the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, the Lincoln Wear Show, till 1 o'clock this afternoon. It's Monday and uh, Festival Week. Yes, Cincinnati Music Festival Week. Uh, Cincinnati Black Music Walk of Fame Week. Oh, yeah, it's all going down this weekend, let me tell you. So get ready for that. All right. We got the real Terrence Howard running the board today. He's working the ones and twos, as Miss Nettie would say. Yes, he's working the ones and the twos and maybe the threes when it comes to Miss Nettie. Who knows? All right. 749-1230. 513 is the area code. What? I mean, what the hell? What's going on? Will somebody please tell me? Where's Marvin Gaye when I need him? What's going on? I mean, what? These drive-by shootings, they're out of control. Out of control. 37-year-old woman gunned down in the West End. Drive-by shooting. Yeah, last night. I mean... This is, and, and it's mostly women again uh, getting killed here lately. What's up with that? What's up with that? And then, okay, oh boy, can, can we just let the little kids enjoy themselves and play football without arguing and shooting at the doggone football? I don't, I don't know, were they practicing or were they, was it a real game? I'm not sure. It might be a little early for practice. I don't know. Maybe they've started the season already. But uh, the Otto Armletter Memorial Park, around 245 yesterday, gunshots were fired, and I just, what the? heck is going on people who were there say that there the, the youth football games were going on when it happened police said there have been a report there have been a report of an argument so somebody was there arguing then it led to shooting led to gunshots being fired i'm thankful nobody was hit none of the kids were injured see that's what's getting ready to happen these fools are showing up at these games 
and I believe they're betting on them, and somebody's going to get caught in the crossfire, one of these kids. What is wrong? Do we have to put up a, a, a gate-like and wand people when they come into the game? What's going on here with these folks? What is going on? I just don't understand. I don't understand why there has to be so much shooting going on. And, I, you know, people, well, we need to get to them. Okay, you look at the three dudes that uh, were involved in the shooting of the nine-year-old girl in uh, Silverton. Look at, the, look at the three dudes. Do you think you're going to get to those guys? What can you say to those guys that's going to make them not do what they're doing? Look at the picture. You can look at them and tell. You can't reach these guys. You can't reach them. The only thing that's going to reach them is one of their buddies put a bullet in them. They're killing each other off. But in the process, they're killing innocent bystanders. That's the problem. They're killing innocent bystanders. Boy, I'm just... The kids can't even play Little League football without some gunshots. And I bet you that auto, uh, what is uh, arm better, arm letter? What's the name of the place? Anyway, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, I bet you they have never, ever had any type of gunshot. Auto, yeah, this is the auto arm letter. Yeah, okay, arm letter. Uh I bet you they have never, ever had any gunshots take place in that park until black folks had football going on over there. I bet you they never had gunshots over there. What is it? Why is it so much violence in these communities and people are getting killed almost every day in this town? telling you but you look at the three guy the one guy the brown guy who hired the other two to do the shooting for him he looks like the only clean cut guy of the three and and i'm just i, I don't know it's just crazy it is crazy but the other two all the talking in the world not going to get through through those punks Cowards, as the sheriff called them. Cowards. You're not going to be able to talk to them. People, I'm telling you, it's the effects of COVID that's got these people crazy. A guy arrested after attacking the bus driver and using, after the bus driver gave the wrong street name. This guy tore down the plexiglass and took one of the pieces, tried to stab the bus driver, beat him up and everything, calling him racial slurs. So he was probably a black bus driver. And this guy was white, uh, looking at what part of the, it was in Mount Washington. So I'm going to say the guy was white. The bus driver was black. The bus driver called off the wrong street and the residuals of COVID sent this guy into a frenzy and he beat the hell out of the bus driver. And I think there are like two other incidents that took place uh, not 
maybe days apart, where bus drivers have been attacked. You can't even drive a bus nowadays. Lady C, you better watch out. Lady C is a bus driver. She works for Metro now. Lady C. Saw her at the library last Wednesday. So she's doing all right. Got her job working, working for Metro, driving, and she's okay. Because we have been wondering, where is Lady C? We didn't want him to kidnap her again and uh, end up, you know where. Uh, speaking of kidnap, this is the craziest story that I've heard in a long time. Is in Alabama. You heard about the lady who was driving home from work. Saw, she said she saw a little kid walking along the interstate. She calls 911 and tells him. Then she calls her, her boyfriend's girlfriend. No, her, her brother's girlfriend. And she's talking to the brother's girlfriend while she's talking about the little boy and everything. And then all of a sudden, the girlfriend hears on the other end some scuffling and, and, and nothing. The phone remained on. And she don't hear anything else from the girl. This is on a Thursday night. Thursday night. And she just disappears in the thin air. And then she shows up at home on Saturday without the car. And she left. Yeah, the, the, the police said when they got there, the purse was there. Her wig was there. Uh, her phone, everything was just there in the car. And she shows up at home on Saturday night. She was gone from Thursday till Saturday. And they don't know what happened. There's still, the investigation is still underway. And uh, from what her boyfriend is saying, that she was kidnapped. Said she fought for her life for three days. That's what her boyfriend is saying. But uh, police are continuing to investigate. They're looking at uh, a video uh, of cars in that area. But that's, that's the strangest story I've ever heard. Says she saw a little kid walking along the interstate, and she pretty much stopped to help him. And there's no sign of a kid or anything. Her boyfriend says uh, she was fighting for her life for 48 hours, so until she's physically and mentally stable again, She's not able to give any updates or whereabouts of her kidnapper at this very moment. So the boyfriend is sort of like spilling the beans before the police said there was a kidnapper. I don't know. So uh, they don't know where she was between Thursday night and Saturday. She just shows up at the house on Saturday night without her car or anything. And man. Strangest story that I've heard in a long time. Johnny Bench puts his foot into his mouth. You know, they had the Reds Hall of Fame this weekend. And Gabe Paul, is it Gabe Paul? Yeah, I think it's uh, Gabe Paul. Yes. And, yeah, Gabe Paul, uh, one of the managers, former manager, uh, he's passed away now, and uh, he's the one responsible for getting Frank Robinson and and uh, who else is it? Uh, oh, man, a couple of uh, 
Hispanic players. He's the one to get the first black player. To first, uh, yeah, he, he brought him in. And Pete Rose was talking about when he signed him, he signed Pete Rose to a contract like $400 a month. So Gabe Paul says, oh, man, that's cheap. And then Johnny Bench yells out, he's Jewish. And now he's has apologized and uh, everything like that. So, yes, controversy there for Johnny Bench. His uh, Gabe Paul's daughter says, that's cheap. And Johnny Bench puts the old Jewish stereotype in there. And uh, <laughs> he's in trouble. Unbelievable. <laughs> he's Jewish is what he yelled out. Come on. I tell you, this Taylor Swift stuff is too much for me. Now, the Federal Reserve is saying that Taylor Swift is boosting the economy with her tour. Yeah. When the Federal Reserve says you're helping the economy, I guess you're doing something. Yeah. Philadelphia Federal Reserve office announced Wednesday that Swift's tour has helped boost hotel revenues in the city. The announcement came in the uh, Central Bank's uh, Beige Book, which summarizes how different parts of the economy are doing in cities across the U.S. Well, Chicago says she said, said they had more hotel rooms booked in Chicago ever than in the history of Chicago when Taylor Swift was there. I think something like 44,000 hotel rooms that they have in Chicago and every one of them was booked. The highest amount ever in the city of Chicago. Taylor Swift. She's doing it. Unbelievable. Let's see. Okay. Man, that 15 minutes rolled by real quick, didn't it, Terrence Howard? Man, I still got more stuff to cover. But we've got plenty of time to do it. Plus, we got uh, Charlie Winburn calling in. And, man, did you hear about the super? We talked about the superintendent on uh, Friday and how I was uh, giving you the the boat theory. You can't turn. The CPS school system is an aircraft carrier. You can't turn that aircraft carrier around in one year. You got to take a wide turn to get that going in the other direction. That's all I was saying. But we'll hear more this morning. I think maybe even Dwight Tillery is calling in, too. Everybody's fired up. All right, we're going to take a break, and then we'll come back. It's the Lincoln Ware Show, 1230, The Buzz. WDBZ, The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln Ware with you. And... <laughs> I was just reading uh, somebody on Facebook Live, Jacqueline Carter. She says, I'm so over this Black Music Hall of Fame. Uh, imagine using that money to better our black communities. Now, this is just like not even $10 million, a drop in the bucket as to what has been spent on the entire banks down there. We're talking billions. And she's crying over eight or nine million for black folks. 
but she didn't cry when they were building. She didn't say that about anything they were building. She didn't say that about the Andrew Brady Music Center. While they're building the Andrew Brady, they could be spending that money in the black community. She didn't say that about that. But when the black folks do something, then it's all. See, that's why, that's why we're in the shape we're in today. That's why. It's, it's just crazy. We just hate ourselves. Somebody said Jacqueline Carter sounds like a troll. I don't know, but I'm just, I just don't know. This is why we're in the shape in Cincinnati that we're in. All right, man. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Uh, let's see. Let's uh, go to the phones. I don't see uh, my good friend Lisa Baker. Oh, is she? Okay, let's go to Lisa Baker, find out what's going on. How you doing today, Miss Baker? I'm good, Lincoln. Look at you, starting Monday causing trouble. I don't see my good friend Lisa Baker. I'm in the background like, I'm here. Terrence telling him I'm present and accounted for. Good morning, Lincoln. Happy Monday. Well, same to you. And before you start, now, over the weekend, did you hear about the guy that posed as a parking attendant and collected something like $2,000 and then he left? And then the people who were supposed to be the parking attendants, when they got there, the lot was full. <laughs> and they got a picture of the guy. I have seen this guy somewhere downtown. I've seen him before. I, I, I hate it for the people that came. The real attendants came like, wait, what? <laughs> and he's gone with the money. Gone with the money. Look, luckily it wasn't one of those places where they try to convince you to leave your keys. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It was unbelievable. I cannot believe that, uh, I mean, he opened up like four hours before, uh, you know, the, the soccer match and got that money and hit the road. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, Lincoln. We got to know who we are paying. Don't yeah. be afraid to ask those hard questions like, where's your identification? <laughs> are you, you know, to try to confirm are you where you're supposed to be? And he charged forty dollars, and the real people were going to charge twenty-five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lincoln, well, I am glad that we Cincinnati police made the arrest. Well, he turned himself in, but we had his photo ID because Metro bus photos are oh. everything. Yes. And JB Privet turned himself in after assaulting the bus driver, Lincoln. I know. I heard about that. They tore up the plexiglass. Getting to this guy. Look, as they should. Man. And so, what? I mean, why? okay, he gave the name of the wrong street. And that's supposedly why, they, why the guy jumped him. Lincoln, I, it all boils down to unmedicated. Yeah, I can believe that. Yeah. It's, um, because that's not normal. That's not normal no. behavior. No, no. But that's I'm glad you got to be off- careful. Who you say stuff to nowadays, I'm telling you. Which, just drive the bus. <laughs> drive the bus. Jeez. Lincoln, so we did have a homicide on July 16th at 6.36 p.m. District 1 officers dispatched. How were they dispatched? Shot spotter alert. Shot spotter alert. Mm-hmm. But we did also receive several 911 calls about a person shot in the 1900 block of Freeman Avenue. When they got there, they located a victim. Suffering from a gunshot wound, victim is identified as a 37-year-old female. 
Homicide Unit is investigating. They're requesting anyone who has any information pertaining to this incident, give Crime Stoppers a call, 513-352-3040. All right, 513-352-3040, night or day. And as always, it's cash money for your clues. And uh, unbelievable, unbelievable. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, we'll talk to you. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Lincoln, we're with you till 1 o'clock this afternoon. And we still got a lot more stories going on. Uh, they're saying uh, Coach Tuberville, uh, his uh, playbook is problematic there. There's, they got some issues going on with his playbook while he's in the Senate. Yes, Tuberville. He's still holding up the entire... Now they're saying it's really become a national security uh, uh, issue with Tuberville. Did you see Steph Curry get that hole in one? And he won the tournament too. Next day he got a eagle to win. All right, they're passing out KKK recruitment flyers in Clifton, of all places. The KKK passing out recruitment flyers. Who are these people? And where are they? Where do they sleep? Where do they sleep? Who are these people? All right, a couple other things. The um, same thing is happening with the State Department that's happening in the Pentagon. They're blocking State Department nominees, ambassador, ambassadors and things like that. Um, these places, these countries, the ambassador seats are sitting empty because the Senate is blocking it. it it's got to be another way. I just can't understand why they're playing politics with people's lives who work for the State Department and in the military. They're playing with people's lives. It, it, it just, it's just crazy. All right, we're going to take a break, and then we'll come back, and we'll go to the phones. Oh, Lord, Queen is up. Oh, boy. Let me, uh, well, too early to take a toast, so just let me uh, maybe take a drink of coffee. Unbelievable. We'll take a break, and then we'll come back. Lincoln Ware, 12.30, The Buzz. This is a slow-starting song. There you go. I think Terrence Howard heard this yesterday on the Sunday Soul Classics. It must have sounded good to him. <laughs> oh, boy. 12.30, WDBZ, The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. And, uh, hey, want to remind you seniors out there, uh, does your doctor, you know, run you in and out? Like it's an assembly line. They don't spend a lot of time with you. Well, hey, you need to try dedicated senior medical centers. Yeah, their doctors spend a lot of time with you. You even have their cell phone number if you need them when you don't have an appointment. Oh, yeah. They're available for you right there at dedicated senior medical center. They've got a lot of activities going on at uh, some of the centers out there. Uh, you can, you know, participate in yoga, aerobics line dance classes oh yeah line dance class i gotta learn that one line dance that i just can't seem to get my legs crossed and you turn and yeah i can't get it together anyway they also have bible study which i probably need to go to that yes but hey you need to call them today 
dedicated senior medical center. The phone number is 513-572-5757. They even offer telehealth visits. That's right. So if, hey, you're not used to your doctor spending time with you, you want to talk to your doctor, you want you know, a more one-on-one with your doctor, you need to call Dedicated Senior Medical Centers. Uh, Right now, the phone number, 513-572-5757. Call them today. All right, let's move along. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Lincoln, we're with you. Let's go to the phones. Looks like uh, Queen is up. Queen, how are you? And so I hope your listeners, you know, could see or hear that you just proved the case of what's the matter with your race there in Cincinnati. How did I prove the case? Yes. It's called targeting. How did I prove it? it? Because you targeted me. Oh, Uh, my God. Yeah. So so you you sit up here and you hype up, uh, for instance, that sheriff uh, that's in office. Uh, uh, Charmaine McGuffey. I think she's doing a great job. Oh, yeah? Okay, well, the kids who's killing themselves in Cincinnati can stay different. And that's because there's She doesn't have anything to do with them killing themselves or killing other people. That's because the targeting from people like yourself. These kids only have one option in this culture and generation going on now. Suicide or three hots in a cot. Okay? (laughs) Because you ain't trying to give them no job in the so-called... There's plenty of jobs out there. Plenty of jobs out there. Plenty of jobs. The so-called blacks that you hype up has proven that there are not plenty of jobs and that you have a hate culture that's targeting people for poverty. Now, let me give you a fact. They're begging for people to work for uh, Metro. They're begging people to work for a lot of these bus companies. They're begging for people to work in restaurants. They're begging people to come over to DHL and work, Amazon and work. They're begging. They're running commercials. They're begging for people. Yeah, and in the meantime, the African race can command anything they want with their fists. Well, what do you no. think Martin Luther King nonviolent was about? He can command, you can command anything with your fists. You don't need no guns. But for the hate culture, individually targeting people who are able to get the job done. Now, you only pick McGuffey because of the complexion of her skin. And yet, you sit up here and talk about my people, my people. And you are actually targeting these people. And that's the crust of the 90 to 90 point Do you have any idea what you're saying? Do you have any idea what you're saying? Poverty that the Africans in Cincinnati and Haitian is going through. Now, can I give you one more fact? Yeah. If you were to put the culture of the Jews next to the culture of the so-called blacks right now, that includes Haiti and the American black culture, and then you ask the people, who killed religion? They would simply look at the black folk because you guys evoke it on a daily basis. And Is get, religion you dead? You said who killed pole. religion? You who at said the religion was dead? Pole because you use religion on a good and evil basis to provoke and to target your own race for poverty. That's and ridiculous. That's, what's going that's on ridiculous. With these kids now and you're ridiculous. Guns. Queen, you're ridiculous. Look, religion is not have, dead. They, it's alive and well. Okay, how'd you interrupt it? 
Because that's it's called the Lincoln Wear Show. That's how I'm interrupting. From a law enforcement point of view, what's going on with the kids now is they do not have an opportunity. It's about suicide or three hots in a cot. Oh, boy. Three hots in a cot. Or they, they either go to jail or kill themselves. It's, yeah, it's, well, let me tell you something. Where do you, you get this stuff that, from? Hey, you tried to kill that 104-year-old man, Lincoln, and what, you probably 100? tried to do it to Sister Francis. Because every what? time these old people come on, the next <laughs> thing you do is talk about denying reparations. <laughs> oh, jeez. Thanks for your call, Queen. I got to go. You're crazy. Unbelievable. <laughs> she is crazy. I think she's suffering from the effects of COVID-19. I think she is. Cuckoo crazy. Oh, boy. It's 749-1230. 513 is the area code. She says religion is dead. All right, let's go to Twin. Twin, how are you today? I don't think religion is dead, though. Just the way you're living. I don't think it's dead, though. I see Jesse Jackson retired, man. Jesse Jackson retired from uh, Operation Push. Uh, yeah, he's been there since 1971. Yeah, 50 years, man, in the game. I mean, he, he deserved it though, to step down. Yes. Yeah, he's been in it. He's been running that for a long time. Yeah. Did good. His health. His health. He's in bad shape. His health is just not. Oh yeah. It's yeah. Well, dimension and all. Lincoln. Yesterday, it's a shame, man. I was in the store yesterday, man, and my daughter. Dude come out there with a long clip. I know at least he had about 100 rounds on. I'm like. Come out of where? Like, out of where? He was standing in Shell's gas station. So I'm about to get gas and get my daughter some candy. I told my daughter, hey, move over here. So I see some old dudes standing outside. I didn't know what was going to jump off. Thank God nothing jump off. I'm like, why is he going to spill with a clip and he can barely hold it down his waistline? I mean, I'm just looking at him on the side. I'm like, man, he's nuts out here. Gee. Man, Lincoln, thank God they caught out some three guys. They look bogus, man. I know. Look like they, they look like somebody you're going to be able to talk to to get them stuff. to stop shooting people. And they hit a Draco, man. Man, they tend to kill somebody. With the Draco, how many rounds What's a Draco? Go? What's a Draco? It's almost like an AK-47. Oh, okay. It's a powerful. It can take out some stuff. Hey, Lincoln, that same last year around this time, when so-called Dan Hill was playing like he private investigates and uh, private investigate over there in uh, Madisonville. Remember that last year when that guy got killed in a car? Yeah. All right, right around that corner, if you go up that street or Red Banks Road, that park he was talking about where the sh- uh, they were shooting at yesterday. Now, oh, the, the arm, arm letter, yeah. Yeah. My stepson was begging me to go yesterday because they had a, a football game. I think it was against Hilltop or something, Utah something. They had a football game yesterday. So he begged me. I'm like, all right, man, I'll go. Within an hour when I'm about to leave, he get out the car with his coach. I was like, what's wrong with you? What happened? He said, uh, they shoot. I said, hey, what? I said, you went out there already? He's like, yeah, we was on our way there. Next thing I don't know, the police was everywhere. They said uh, the game's canceled. I said, man, what, yeah, I don't know if these up? teams. I don't know if they have enough money to put in to to buy uh, to you know have a cop on the scene of some of these games. But I'm mighty afraid some kids are going to get shot in the crossfire. Some of these cats up there betting on the games, and then somebody don't want to pay, and then the gunfire erupts, 
And yeah, you know, already crazy, killed man. a coach. They already killed one of the coaches. And yeah. it's going to be one of these make little players next. If, if they don't, don't want to stop this know, stuff. Up. Why you want to take it to where, you know, where the fun at? You know, these kids out there trying to have fun. Ain't nobody try to get them up, shoot them up, bang, bang, man. And it's, it's so stupid. You wonder why the white folks don't want y'all down here and down there and everything because y'all stupidity. Y'all bring y'all drama to something that ain't even caught, especially out there in Fairfax where them white folks at. They definitely don't really want y'all out there, but y'all want to act a donkey out here. That's why we, uh, they won't give us black folks no, because stupidity like that, man. It's, it's some got to take, man. I don't know. The government got to step up, because all this, the nine-year-old getting shot, then Shorty that was on Facebook downtown free, she gets shot. She was just on Facebook. They didn't know her cousin, rest in peace, cu- rest in peace, cousin. I'm like, what? I was like, dang, Shorty just was on Facebook. It's a shame, man. They need to step up, man. No, man, the government or community or something, get that money that y'all giving away, give it to the community, try to build back, man, because this stupidity going around here, all this killing, that's all you hear on the news. Well, today's yeah. news, Lil Ray Ray got shot and Lil Baby D got shot, and that ain't right, man. At least have some type of positive about the news, but every time you saw folks killing us folks, other all black right. folks, you ain't Twin? hear about the honkies and stuff, it's them. Thanks for your call, Twit. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right. Uh, yes, we had the picture day on Saturday at the walking club, and man, we could see the dark cloud out to the west. We could see them coming in from the west. And it was like a quarter till nine. We said, okay, we got a lot of people here. Let's go ahead and take the pictures now. We don't take them now. We're not going to be able to do it. And we took the pictures, uh, and as soon as we finished, it came in buckets. The rain, I mean, it was unbelievable. So we didn't walk, but we did get a chance to take pictures. And some people missed it. Some people were pushing it to the last minute, and they didn't get their pictures taken. But uh, that's just the way things go. I, you know, as long as you got your shirt and you're a member of the club, you're good to go. Yes, even though you're not in the picture this year. But, uh, man, then we went out to uh, We Do Barbecue, went there. Then we saw the, uh, uh, the, the lottery guru was out there. And, uh, yeah, we just had a busy weekend, busy weekend. It was at Kenwood Mall, took uh, my granddaughter Isis to the mall. And, man, these school clothes are high. Jeez, man, you know, <laughs> you know they're not like they were back in my day. Yeah, jeez. Oh, nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Nobody <laughs> knows, knows the, the trouble, trouble I've seen. seen. Nobody, nobody knows my sorrow. Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Glory, hallelujah. Sometimes I'm up, sometimes I'm down. Oh, yes, Lord. All right. <laughs> yes. All right. Oh, unbelievable. Terrence Howard, you're a piece of work, let me tell you. 
Unbelievable. All right. I think we need to take a Blake. Uh, a Blake. Uh, we got Blade coming up, Stanford coming up, and others. <laughs> We're right here. Lincoln, where with you? 1230, The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln, we're with you till one o'clock this afternoon. And uh, boy, oh man, these uh, lottery numbers are crazy. It's it's unbelievable. You can play a number, then when you stop playing it, that's when it falls. <laughs> All right, seven four nine twelve thirty five one three is the area code, and it looks like uh, let's go to Stanford. Stanford, how are you? I'm doing okay, Lincoln. How are you doing? I'm hanging in there. Okay. Well, uh, what was the numbers? Oh, it was at 1248 is what I was playing straight, 1248. But it came on a box. And if I had wheeled it, uh, but I didn't even play it. I didn't play it yesterday at midday. Okay. Well, um, you'll get it next time. Just uh, stay on it. Um, Last week I called in about the Port Authority on the house yeah, and I text. Uh, I did send Laura Brunner a text. I don't know whether she could be on vacation. Uh, yeah. I sent her a text yeah. message and uh, said, uh, "Are people buying those homes?" And well, I never. Well, oh well, okay. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. When uh, this uh, these facts thing, the Port Authority apparently didn't care uh, after you called and. Probably gave a message. Well, she could be on vacation. This, a lot of people are on vacation this time of year. So, look, I'll give her, I'll give her a week, and then I'll check back with her. I just sent her a text message. If she's on vacation, she's not going to respond to that, probably. You know, but well, uh, I know, I know. I'll it's work a, on it. I'm working on it for you. Thing. I'm looking at the text well, message that I sent I, to her right I, now, I and I don't have a response that yet. quicker because it's not important. Um, oh, um, so. Um, one of the things to do, I uh, talked to a person that said that the Port Authority had a rule that if you live next to a lot, uh, next to your house, you can buy it for $500. They went to, to try to get it, and the, and the Port, Authority, Port Authority told them, nope, you got to show us your finances, and we gotta, you got to build a house. And the person said, well, dang what you said. So I informed them that they got to remember that uh, these same people came from Columbus that said he discovered America. Yeah, that's a lie. So um, it just keep on blowing up. Now, William Byrd, I asked about that, too. Did uh, you get a recall on what the outcome of that? I know they said uh, something about uh, change in management. But well, yeah, they got some receivers. It's in receivership. In it's, hey, 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 month. slow down, slow down. Yeah. It's in receivership. They've got new management over there. And I don't know, how does that work? Do they have money to play with? Do they have money to spend to get those repairs done? I'm not sure. I guess they're taking the rent money to do it. I, I don't know. Well, well, they make about a million dollars in, in income right. a, a month. And that's enough to there, fix up the place. City of Cincinnati with their building department. Now, the building department is a scam with racism. Uh, the building department is racism. Uh, the housing court racism that they got from Columbus, that number six 
in uh, managing um, the horses in the United and the U.S. But the city of Cincinnati fined them seventy thousand dollars, and they took a time. They didn't do nothing. They took the they wrote the violation and sat on it. Yeah, because the people of color is out there. Right. Never had and been a black owner. Money, I, look, I that, hear you, Stanford. If it had been black money, folks that owned the Williamsburg. Though they would have been in jail by now with those violations that they paid no attention to. I agree with you. Okay, so the city of Cincinnati, the council that we got all these uh, black people on here that that told to be for us, that we voted in here, and they disappointed. They should not want a second term. But 70000 should not go to the city of Cincinnati. It should go to the people that were suffering them, the people that in them apartments. Yeah. Uh, one more I, I, thing, I'll let you go. Um, the city of Cincinnati, Cincy uh, Cree, was with the police. Um, the federal government had to come in here and tell the city of Cincinnati that they had to hire uh, women and minorities. It just couldn't be Lily White. Um, this uh, May, the, the police department still had their Cincy Cree. Cincy Cree said that you got to you got to reflect the population. Well, um, the city got rid of it. Uh, we got a police officer that had been there on 30 years. I don't think he went down and fought it. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I went down to the law department at the city. But they didn't get rid of it. Didn't it expire or something? I don't know if they got no, rid of it. I think it expired. White officers. We had white officers went down to file a federal thing to get rid of it. And that. I don't know. The union had something to do with Hill. Or not, well, guys, I'm not checking that out. But somebody had to file it to get rid of uh, probably white officers. I'll find that out in a in a couple of days. But I asked the law department, the head lady. I said, "Who was the lawyers that defended the Cincy Creek?" And she said she didn't know. And then I said, "Who filed the lawsuit to get rid of it?" She told another lie like Columbus. She said the federal government filed it to get rid of it. Which <laughs> well, see, that's what I'm thinking. It was due to expire. When they when they put this thing as an order, it was a. I'm sure they had an end date for it. So that end date probably came, and that's it. No, the affirmative action and all that. That is a thing to bring it back to Jim Crow. You can't bring back slavery, but you can bring back Jim Crow and make all the rules towards the oh, white boy. establishment. Uh, that is no that. pleasing you, Stanford. I mean, uh, there's nothing that can happen that can please you. Yeah, just start doing the right thing. Start okay. doing, making things right. Stop stop targeting black people. Uh, like, like I said in October, 10 months ago, uh, in uh, Johnson... Uh, uh, committee, the city came in and said, we go to the black neighborhood and we tell them to give us a title to their property, and if they do that, we leave them alone. Scotty, with 10, 30 years of service of the police, said right there, if they said that, somebody needs to go to jail. Okay, so hold on. Now, I'm, uh, Iris check- Rowley said the federal court did hold, uh, did, uh, uh, did uphold the a 40-year uh, removal of the consent decree. So, yeah, it was for 40 years, and that 40 years is up. Well, 
Uh, it's kind of funny. We got people. We got three black people apologize they, for the West. Could, I don't care how many. They couldn't do anything about stopping it. You mean to tell me you couldn't take nobody in there and said that that the they got a plan? No. What plan do the city it, have to replace that? None. No. They ain't planning to make no plan. Oh, boy. You All gotta right. I got to run. I got to run. Can um, you? Can you defend something? I got to run, right? Stanford. You're killing me. Thanks for your call. Oh, they just could have took some black, three black council members in there and stopped it. Told them that, no, we're not doing it. Oh, boy. If life was as easy as Stanford makes it, oh, the city took that $70,000 and gave it to the people over at the, uh, the Williamsburg. He makes life seem so easy. He makes it seem like it's just so easy to do. Just will your way through life. Whatever you will it to be, that's the way it's going to be. Oh, boy. Blade, what's up? What's going on? How you doing, Blade? Stanford sounds like a very intelligent person. He's not thinking outside the box. You got you got media, got your own media. You need to expose your city. Expose them on media and get an outside lawyer to come in. Don't rely on the ones that's on the check of uh, 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 giving you outdated information. Expose them. Uh, this is nothing but uh, apartheid in different words. Gentrification is nothing but part apartheid. What they don't, they got the receiver in there to, to, to weigh them out, ones that are going to give up, and then they're going to redo them. And then all the Caucasians going to come in. So, and, and what's bad about it, they're probably going to pay them to come in. Because, you know, down here, they pay people to come to the city uh, and, and give them um, um, uh, tax abatements to move in these new apartments and high-rise. They don't, get, that, they whatever, don't whatever. pay anybody to come in. They might give them tax abatement if Where they build a building or they remodel a house or something. They'll get a, an abatement. But they don't pay them to come in. Where you, Lincoln. Lincoln, what? Where you live at? Where do you live at? What difference does that make? Okay, do you live here? Do you live in Naptown, Indianapolis, Indiana? No, I don't. I'm a construction. I'm a construction worker. I know the ins and outs. And so, when you build a house, the people who who bought a house say, you know, the city of Indianapolis, they paid me twenty thousand dollars to move in here. Look, listen here, homie. Now, if you want to are... consider the tax break they're getting. Paying you to come in there. Anybody can take advantage of that. Black folks can take advantage of that. Breathe, Lincoln, breathe. Let me tell you something. We are building houses and people not even buying them. They are renting out brand new houses and subdivisions. I mean, come on, stop it. And when corporations move down here, people get tax breaks. They buy them places to live and maybe pay six, seven, maybe a year of the, of their rent. Corporations are moving down here, buying buying houses, renting them out to their workers. Stop it, Lincoln. Stop oh. it. Well, they're I know not what paying I'm them about. to move there. They're not paying yeah, they them. Are. Lincoln, it's a new world. What, these company, people, these, what these, company is building houses for their workers to come there and live? What company is doing and, that? And, mo- and what's bad about it, majority of your uh, Columbus Companies are paying people to stay home anywhere. now. They're not, <laughs> they can work wherever they was moving from. They don't have to build a house for them to come there to live. They can breathe, breathe. It's no, not I'm not going to breathe. It's both. It's both. And um, let me uh, let me hit you on this. Um, look up the research. Uh, once again, Queen, she mixed some truth <laughs> with some of her confusion. Uh, 
suicide is the high uh, high number is high in number rates of, but of black. It's not children. a choice between three hots and a cot in jail or suicide. Well, she maybe she put it wrong. Some of them feel like they have no choice. Uh, there's nothing. Some of them feel like there's nothing out there for them because you got to realize the culture of the grown-ups now. They're not teaching them nothing. Uh, what would you say? You got grown-ups betting on little kid games, shooting because they ain't getting any money. So you know, we we got it all twisted. Uh, we think we know, but we don't know. But when people do come on and tell you what they know, uh, I know it's entertainment. We got to deny it. The only thing people got to do is just look the stuff up on, on the computer. All right, Blade, uh, you know, uh, I got to go. All the stamps on Facebook can look it up. I got to go, Blade. Thanks for your call. All right, we've got news coming up, and then we'll come back on the other side. 749-1230-513 is the area code, the Lincoln Ware Show, 1230, The Buzz. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln, we're with you. It's Monday. Yes. And let's go back to the phone. Let's go to my good friend, Dwight Tillery. Dwight Tillery, how are you today? Yo, Dwight. Is he there? Where's Dwight? Dwight. Okay. Okay. He's not there. All right. Put him back on hold and check on him. Let's go to E. E, how are you? Hey, Lincoln. How you doing? Pretty good. What's up? Well, I'm going to start with the least important thing first. Um, I'm a number player, so I I always 
hear the end of whoever this is talking about numbers <laughs> and who is this person, <laughs> if I can ask. Well, they call him the lottery guru. You can't really ask a whole lot about him, but that's all. He's on Facebook, so you can find him there. That's all I can say. Under lottery guru? No, uh, under, uh, what, oh, man, what is his name? Uh, oh, jeez. Arthur Lomax. Arthur Lomax, Jr. Oh, okay, Arthur yeah. Lomax. Okay. Yeah, on Facebook, so that's all I can okay. say. Okay. All right, that's cool. That's enough information. I need to let you know. You can't wheel a pick four number. You would have had the box. <laughs> oh, you can't wheel pick four. Pick four. Okay. See, that's true. No, you can only wheel. You can a only wheel three. a pick three. Okay. All right. Right. All right. Uh, okay. The second issue I I wanted to bring up was now I understand the the music walk of fame and everything. I'm I'm excited about it. I'm happy for it and everything. But there's another issue that I just have to bring up, and it's it's regarding this 513 relief thing. Yeah. um, That Alicia Reese, you know, got off the ground and everything. She really needs to check on how the agency, CAA, is treating the people that are really needing assistance because... I, you know, I have a family member who is not able, who doesn't drive because of a disability, needed help immediately uh, with a utility issue, not able to get to the to CAA. Mm-hmm. Was told by one of the uh, workers there that you know you can do it online and everything. Well, how old uh, is the person? They kill me with that. Do it online. <laughs> Yeah, and and they she got all of her information loaded up, filled out the information, and and with the disabilities this person has, they had to have help even getting that done Mm -hmm. because of you know their disability. I won't go into the personals, but anyway, got it done before the bill was due to be paid before a cutoff occurred. And on the day of the cutoff, received an email telling them, oh, you got to come in. Mm-hmm. You have to come in to, to bring the documents in. Now, you knew that when you told them to upload yeah. it. You knew that <laughs> when you told them to do everything online. Yeah. And so then you get there, and they, they said that they have your application, but guess what? You have to sit there and redo the application. Oh, boy. And then put it in a box and just hope they get to it. And and in the meantime, you've asked the utility company, let them know what's going on. And you've asked them, and they tell, they're telling you they're giving you a little bit more time because of what you're going through, which – they ain't doing it because of what you're going through. They're just going to cut you off at a later date. And then they tell you to put it in a box and just wait. Now, you've gone through everything you're supposed to go to. They got the application, and then they tell you to do it all over again. She really needs to take some time away from this music thing and look at how this money is being distributed and what they're doing. If well, you, you know, look okay, on their I, I hear, site okay, I, hear you. I don't know how much she can do. I mean, these are different agencies, uh, you know, and 
you know, she can inquire as to, you know, how they're doing stuff. But you, the, I think the a, head of the agency that you're working with, that's who you probably need to get to. Because, you know, all she does, I mean, the county pays for the, the bus and the stuff like that. But it's the community action agency's money that they distribute. So, I mean, that's where you should take your complaints to, I do believe. But I will inform her of that and see what happens. Yeah, and, and tell her she can look on. She can look on at some of the um, reviews. Yeah, those reviews are horrible. Okay, All absolutely right. horrible. People are getting evicted. People are losing their homes okay. just because of the way that they're mm-hmm. conducting okay. business. I, I will pass that along I, to her. I Thanks I for your that call. Because I thought because you know she says the money is there to be distributed yes. to help people. And that's why I said what I said about her. But All right. I will pass it along. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks for your call. All right. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Did we get uh, Tillery and Winburn back in there yet? Okay. Let's go to Tillery and Winburn. Let's go to both of them. Let's do a conference call. Dwight Tillery, Charlie Winburn. Yes. How you doing, Lincoln Ware? I'm and, doing all right. Uh, What's Mayor going Tillery? on? Is Tillery there? Uh, I I sent him the number. <laughs> <laughs> he was supposed to be. He, I thought he was on hold. Yes. Well, I can get started if you like. Uh, but, Go ahead. Uh, uh, well, Lincoln, uh, what uh, what what you want to talk about? Okay. I wanted to talk about I thought maybe you had some insight as to what's going on with the superintendent. Yeah, let's let's talk about that. I think that's a good place to start. First of all, Lincoln, it's good to hear from you, man. You're a good brother, man. I appreciate you, and thank you for 50 years of a wonderful service. Well, first of all, thank let me you, give a, a quick dis, um, disclaimer. I support our Netta Wright, the Cincinnati Public School Superintendent, 1,000%. Let me just say that before I say what I'm getting ready to say. I support the school board. I'm a graduate of Cincinnati Public of uh, Hughes, High school in 1969. I think you graduated from Woodward, right? Is that right, Lincoln? In 1968. Yeah, I graduated in 1969, Hughes Big Red. And while a member of Cincinnati City Council, I've served almost 15 years off and on. I've actually supported millions of dollars going to the Cincinnati public schools, whether it's school health nurses or crossing guards or whatever the money may be. And also I've supported every le- levy that the Cincinnati Public Schools have. And I want you to know, today I support the Cincinnati Public Schools. But, Lincoln, here's what I want to say. Uh, the, the Cincinnati board members going public with an unheard-of mid-year board <laughs> evaluation yeah. in my last 60 years here. Uh, I graduated, I guess, what, almost 50 years ago? I've never seen a mid-year evaluation done on a superintendent, which is a lack of leadership, and makes the Cincinnati public schools look bad uh. in the eyes of the parents, the students, and the public. After they voted Lincoln Ware, I believe, 7-0 to zero to bring this dynamic African-American woman to Cincinnati. And, and, and Lincoln, instead of the Cincinnati public schools releasing a bad report card on the superintendent, guess what they need to do, Lincoln? They need to release a report card on the board's leadership and their performance Ooh. and their plans to improve the academic achievement and excellence of our students. Uh, we didn't vote for the superintendent. We voted seven members of the school board. Uh, yeah. Of the school board is responsible 
for the educational performance of our kids. Why don't you think a year is a little too short of a period of time to turn things around like they, they're looking for? It takes a little bit longer than a year, wouldn't you say? Well, first of all, Lincoln, our school system has been failing for decades. We've had problems, and they can't blame this on this precious African-American woman. This is insane. It's crazy. If they're going to have a superintendent, they should have a board of superintendents to turn this school system around. I don't hold the superintendent responsible for the educational future of Cincinnati. I hold the seven members who I voted for, and many of them I did vote for. Some I probably perhaps didn't. And there are five things that I want to see uh, Lincoln wear the oh. seven board members to do in the next uh, five, uh, in the next uh, 120 days. Would you like to hear them Let's quickly? Let's hear the five things you want them to do. Here's what I want the board to do. We elected the board. And you remember when I came up front, I gave a disclaimer. I support the superintendent 1,000%. I even support our school board. I'm glad I'll come and meet with them. I'm a product of Cincinnati Public Schools. I went on and got my AS, BS, and my master's from the University of Cincinnati, graduated in 5% of my graduate school class. So I'm, I'll meet with these people. I have no uh, problems. Here's number one. Number one, and I'm glad to see my pal, uh, uh, former mayor, uh, Hillary's on the phone, too. The school board, number one, should model the way Lincoln were in becoming the best public school system in the nation. We've had problems way before uh, our superintendent got here. And we can't blame this on this African-American sister. We can't put that on her back. And I, 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 I matter of fact, it's offensive for them to be attacking this African-American woman, they would never do that to a white male superintendent. I think there's something wrong with that. So we need to see the, board, uh, the, uh, the board's um, plan for what they're going to do for becoming uh, the yeah. best public school system in the nation. And, uh, again, embarrassing our wonderful superintendent is not helping us to become a class A uh, school system. Number two, Tillery, I mean, uh, well, Mr. Tillery, I'd like to share this with you, too. Number two, I'm recommending that our school board, I'm holding the school board accountable. They should not hide behind certain niceties or complexities by throwing the uh, superintendent under the bus and blaming her for decades after decades of failure in our school system. The second thing, the Cincinnati Public uh, the, the public school board needs to do is to inspire a shared vision and tell the community what they are going to do to improve the academic achievement and how they, how they are going to improve math and reading and science scores among our 35,000 students or more instead of a blaming the, the superintendent. I want to know what the board is going to do. The board needs to write. We've elected these educators on the board. They should come up with a plan. We have one member on the board. She's got a doctor's cup couple of them, I believe, got their doctors. I want to hear from you all. I want to see your plan for us becoming a world-class public school system so now, you could be a model. I'm hearing it's, uh, it's standard for them to do a mid-year uh, uh, evaluation uh, it, on the uh, superintendent. First of all, let me tell you, this is bigger than some darn evaluation. I'm looking for the board to improve the academic achievement and the math and reading scores of our kids. Number three, number three. The third thing we taxpayers want to see Lincoln wear is the school board uh, challenge the school board process by working with the superintendent, by coming up with an innovative ways 
to improve the school system and limit the union roles and the disgruntled employees and make sure no child's left behind. And by the way, I support unions 100%. I support collective bargaining. I'm a big supporter of unions, and I stand behind unions. The fourth thing, Lincoln, and I'll rest my case, the fourth thing that I want to see this seven-member board, I believe it's seven members, and I'll meet with them. And this is not personal. I don't plan to personally attack anybody. I don't plan to do that. I don't do that. The fourth thing we need to do, Lincoln, as taxpayers, we want to see all seven board members to take the handcuffs off of the superintendent by enabling her to act and clean house over there. And for once and all, for once and for all, after 50 years, i got to even check and find out. Lincoln, how long have we been uh, out of school? You graduated it. I've been out over, it's been like 54 years maybe. Well, I don't 53. Know. I've been 50, out 53 50 years. Plus we, years. Need to, yeah. we need to take the handcuffs off of the superintendent by enabling her to act and clean house and re-engineer the administration to support a school system that supports students. We need a school system that is not supporting unions. And, so, well, I, I support unions. We're going to have them. But the unions should play a, a smaller role in our school system. And these disgruntled employees many times and administrators and folks that have uh, been there for years and standing in the way of progress, we need to take a look at reengineering our system. And fifth and final for right now, the fifth thing that I want to see all board members of the Cincinnati Public School. I want every one of them to do it. I'll help them to raise money in the private sector to do it. I want them to encourage the hearts of the students and the parents, Lincoln Ware and former Mayor Tillery. I want the school board and the superintendent. I want them to sit down and put a letter together to all 35,000 students. I don't care if the student is 8 years old, 10 years old. I want them to write a letter to every student, every child in our school system, every parent. I want them to write a pledge letter informing all Cincinnati public school uh, uh, students. Here's what I want them to do, Lincoln. Here's what I want them to do, uh, dear people that's listening here today on the Lincoln Wire Show and Mayor Tillery. We want them to send out our Got Your Back letter. I want to see our Got Your Back letter to every student in this school system, telling them we want you to grow and we want you to learn. And we and if you need help on special tutoring after COVID or whatever you may need, maybe you need some special training or special upgrade in your life. And I remember when I was, I was in the foster home at the time when I was at Hughes High School and going to these wonderful schools. I went to Porter Hayes. I went to uh, downtown uh, uh, school. I went to Sawyer. And what I'm asking the board to do is set up a hotline, set up a hotline for all of our 35,000 students, a hotline Ooh. where any child can call in the hotline and says, I need help. I'm struggling with child trauma. I'm struggling in the classroom. I'm not doing well. I'm not eating. I need help. And we need a hotline set up by the board, okay. all Charlie, seven board members. Charlie Winburn, I got to take a break. I'm way over my break. Uh, hold on. And when we come back, we got Dwight Tillery going to jump in with us. All right? Hold on. Let's take a break. We'll come back. 1230, The Buzz. All right. I hear you, Tan Tower. 1230, WDBZ, The Buzz of Cincinnati. 
your talk station. Lincoln, we're with you. It's Monday, and uh, we were talking to Charlie Winburn, and I think we got Dwight Tillery on hold. Dwight Tillery, uh, bring him in. How you doing, Dwight? Good morning. All I can say is amen. Amen. <laughs> he preached, didn't he? He put a little, a little sneak preach in there on us, Charlie well, Winburn. I'm telling you, Charlie laid it out, and I support what Charlie had to say. And I want to expand on on that as well, Lincoln. I think that it's important for us to recognize. Now, that was a post by a lady named Robin Martin. I don't know who she is. I don't know if you saw the post. But here's here's the point. She talks about how we bring in black people and they, they don't last. You know, we yeah. remember Johnson over the United Way and it goes on, but it's not just people coming in, but it's people who are also here that get thrown under the bus. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run that down in a second, but she said that we need to look at a system here that is designed to marginalize, undervalue, or discard black talent both locally and from elsewhere. You know, when we brought the Black Agenda, we came down uh, to City Hall and we asked for there to be a study to address institutional racism. It got nine votes, and Cranley never brought it forward to be funded because he doesn't want to know the truth about himself and about this community. Why is it, and here's the other piece that's important, is WCPO. I'm told by a couple of very competent people that what Channel 9 is putting out is not the truth. It's not the truth. And it gives the impression that they're going to get rid, of, get rid of this lady, that this was terrible, and on and on and on. But that's really not the case. But we see this so often, Lincoln, by Channel 9, and we also see it by the Inquirer, and they work together. I keep asking the question, why is it that black leaders get the disproportionate amount of negative courage? There's got to be some white folks in here that, that need to be looked at, too. Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. But you it go down like the road, and I'm, I'm going to share something with the artist because I think it's very important. I don't know if many of you remember, he, he hasn't been gone that long, but former city manager Patrick Dehoney. Oh, yeah. And he was in the city manager position for two years. And he took a, a job as a city manager in, uh, at Virginia Beach. The, day, the morning that the press release uh, came out that he was moving on, he called Wendell Young. And you can ask Wendell Young this. this, is, this was, these are his exact words to Wendell Young. He said, Cincinnati is no place for a black man. Yeah. Now, absolutely, absolutely. Now, the, the, and, and it surprised me because I didn't think, I didn't know where his head was, and I didn't really know him that well. Uh -huh. But we got to understand, particularly uh, Channel 9 and the Enquirer, you know, there is no such thing as a free press. The press is owned by white men in this country. And I thank God for you and, and Roland Martin uh, because... We are always set up, they like to use words, investigation, investigation, like somebody's done something wrong. And then people wonder why we have so much racism in this city, why black people are in the position that they're in. Uh, and we can go down the line, man, Willie Carton, Tony Parrott, Charlie Wimber, Sam Malone, Zola Stewart, 
Chief Jeffrey Blackwell, Liz Rogers, Karen Banks, yours truly, Dwight Tillery, tried to always perpetuate an image that we are doing something wrong and never, ever look at what white people do all the time. And so another example, when I was mayor, within the first three months, uh, Lincoln, Jerry Newformer called me in a few minutes before a press conference. He told me in his office, he says, you know, David Rager, who was the city safety director, he says, I'm going to have to move him out because he can't do the job. But I'm going to put him in an executive program. Hmm. Yeah, I'm telling you. So after he told me this, we went out and met with the press. He never mentioned the truth. He just said he was moving him into an executive position. This is how white people operate. Yeah. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? So this situation that's going on, uh, they intend to keep driving it unless we push back because it is, they set a climate, you see, that it really isn't true, it's negative. If, if this lady winds up leaving, especially down, mm. we all lose as a city. Yeah. And there has to be a way in which that things can work out and make it happen. White people do it all the time. And yes, and no superintendent is going to come back in here. And matter of fact, I'm, I'm calling on uh, uh, three wonderful people that I know on the board. Now, we got a great board. I don't have any problems with any of the board members, but I'm calling on Mrs. Williams, Mr. Lindy, I, I want to make sure, and E-Vote. These are, are wonderful, wonderful people, people who I voted for, that I'm asking them to uh, rise up and, and take a leadership, stronger role, public role, and help turn that board around. Matter of fact, I'm going to put this out here, Lincoln, now, Mr. Mayor, right now. I'm going to put it out. After, if we lose this superintendent, I want to make sure that the school board will never hire another superintendent. Huh. What we, what, here's what we want. I want the school board to run the school system. Ooh. You can't keep hiding behind superintendents for the failure that we've had in our school system for the last 50, 30, 40 years or so and keep blaming it on a superintendent and covering up everything with certain niceties or complexities. We don't want any more superintendents after this because you keep using them as the, as the personification of why a school system is not doing the way it should do it. No, we got all these vacancies all over the country right now where uh, 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 Superintendents don't want to work for schools anymore. Mm -hmm. So we cannot let this school superintendent go. Let's get behind her. School system, I'm willing to come over there and help y'all raise some money to send letters to our students and to open up a hotline so we could tell the kids, we got your back. And then kids that are suffering from child trauma and can't eat and need tutoring services, nobody should be left behind. And nobody's talking about the number of African-American boys that are being pushed out of the school system, and yet we got our unions, who I am pro-union all the way, and yet they say, oh, we support black people, but they were the first people to attack this African-American yeah. woman yeah. in You're the right. name Teaches of you. we are all Democrats. Yeah, you're Democrats. You only want black folk when you need to use them. Ooh. Oh, boy. <laughs> all right, Charlie. Charlie doesn't do it up, man. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs>
<laughs> Let me right. drop the mic for so, him. <laughs> now, now uh, they're having a meeting tonight, Dwight. Yeah. They're having a yeah. meeting tonight. Yeah. Tell us about that. Uh, well, I think they had their regular board meeting, but I do understand that there is a gentleman who is the president of the Woodward Alumni Association, and it has something to do with the principals. You know, Charlie, I, I, I want your door or do something. Yeah, and I want to weigh in with Charlie in terms of we both have been in uh, public life and trying to serve the community, and it's very difficult. It's very challenging, uh, and there's a lot of moving parts and a lot of complexity. I, I'm not, I'm not real certain, you know, about the board and where it's at and so forth. But the story that is out there by the uh, Channel Nine. I understand it's not telling the whole truth. Mm. Um, and so, but, but it doesn't surprise me, though, uh, uh, Lincoln, because, you know, you get clicks with negative. Yeah. So it's, it's their story about it. It's really not the board's story about her evaluation. You know, and, and that's hard. I mean, that has to be hard for her to see that. I, I think about everybody. If you think about yourself as an individual, and you have an evaluation that's out there like that, and and so and when I'm saying out there, I'm told that if you have a copy of it, you will see that it doesn't really match up with uh, Channel Nine. Oh, okay, okay. Channel Nine is something, man. I'm telling you, <laughs> it is terrible how the white media continues to treat black people, even that they got a black person reading the, the teleprompter. Yes. It is wrong, it is unjust, it is unfair, and then we wonder why we have the problems that we have in this city, because black people are so often misrepresented by the media. Okay, hold on, hold on a second, uh, Dwight, I've got to take a break, and then we'll come back and wrap up. I want to hear more about the media and uh, what you're saying. Uh, we'll take a quick break, we'll come back, Lincoln Ware, 1230, The Buzz. Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln, we're with you till one o'clock this afternoon. And uh, let's go back and we're going to wrap it up with Charlie Winburn and Dwight Tillery. And Dwight, you were saying Channel 9 was not telling the truth. No, they're misrepresenting the facts, but that's not, you know, that's not unusual. When it comes to us, this is how they treat us because they're trying to sell advertisement. That's how they make their money. So they use us. Because the reality of it is, Charlie, I mean, uh, Lincoln, we live in a community where we, are, we, we don't understand power and how to bring it together and make it uh, effective for us. So it's easy to beat us up. You know, they've created this image, you know, black people are crooked, lazy, don't do anything. So they create, they keep feeding this image because they're feeding it to the white people and and so their numbers keep going up. Um, that's how they yeah. they operate. They told yeah. I, can, I can't even tell you the lies he, they told on the health gap. I mean, just totally misrepresented. For example, quickly, uh, we, there's a, a national program called Cornerstone Store. So since the big grocery stores move out of neighborhoods, people in the black neighborhoods they have to go to a corner store. So we had a partnership with them of putting fresh foods and so forth in it. 
So Channel 9 goes there, and it's closed. They, they filmed it being closed, told people that we owned the store, and it was closed, and we were using city money. Jeez. Totally, totally oh, not God. true. And it, I got so many examples that I'm putting together, you know, in, in my book, and it's gonna, I'm gonna have it, I'm gonna lay it all out. But this is how they operate. I just got a text from a a black elected official saying that the same kind of stuff is being done to this person. You see, but this is how the news media—they mm -hmm. always go after us. Yeah, they oh never, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, I, I I was amazed how the Enquirer and <laughs> and Channel Nine. Never did any story on John Cranley, and yet you would hear people say they, they were approached by the FBI asking questions about Cranley. Oh, boy. Yeah. White and black. And, White and black. Yeah. You know, and they never questioned anything about him. When that's I true. I, them, I will admit that. Uh, you, you might have a point there, Dwight. You but, do have a point. You know, well, seriously, you know, I... You know, I, I continue to see this disparity, and I see Channel 9 in the Inquirer. You know, they are in partnership. Yeah. They colluded to do this story against the health gap because they were starting their online uh, news media. So they wanted to get the clicks. Mm -hmm. You see, they use us because they feel like we can't fight back. We can't get uh, attorneys to sue them because suits are very expensive. So they, they misrepresent and they don't present the truth about what is really happening nine yeah. out of the ten times. And, and so this comes back to us as a black community that, as uh, Ms. Martin said in her post, you know, we have to really look at this system and how it operates. And, you know, without question, the lady's been there six months. I have met her once. I don't really know a whole lot about her, mm -hmm. but I've seen this kind of thing go on and on and on. Uh, how they did Johnson, that was with the urban, uh, uh, I'm sorry, United, United Way. Way. United yeah. Way, United Way. It just needs to stop, and it and it goes on. I watched Roland Martin, and he eats them up, boy. He goes after them on these national stories, and he tears the, the uh, reporters apart, and that's something that needs to happen here. They need to be held responsible, and it needs to stop because I'm told that this story that's out there that will give you the impression that this lady is going to be fired almost <laughs> any moment oh, is simply not true. Oh, boy. Yeah. Charlie Winburn, you want to wrap things up real quick? Yes. Well, first of all, I always uh, appreciate uh, former Mayor Tillery, and I hopefully he has me in his new book. <laughs> and, uh, but there are, there are five practices of exemplary leadership, and every member of the school board ought to get a copy of this book. It's called The Leadership Challenge. They ought to get that. And there are five things that I'm requiring every, as an elder of this city now, I'm 72 now, Lincoln, I'm almost catching up with you. Uh, <laughs> I'm requiring every board member to do these five things and, and work with your superintendent and because you're not going to get another one. And we don't need another superintendent. We need leadership from the board. They need to, number one, model the way. Number two, they need to inspire shared vision. Give us a vision in Cincinnati that we can support. And then number three, challenge the process. It's okay to challenge each other, but do it with dignity and respect and civility. 
And then number four is to encourage others to act. We've got to encourage the superintendent and her leadership team and the board to act. And then finally, encourage the heart. We cannot forget about who we're in business for. We're not in business for unions, which I support unions. We're not in business for administrators, which I support administrators. We're not even in business for superintendents or in business for board members. We are in the business for improving the quality of life for every child here in Cincinnati. I am a product of the Cincinnati Public Schools. I love the Cincinnati Public Schools. I aged out of the foster homes when I was 18, when I graduated from Hughes High School in 1969. I aged out of foster home and went on to the University of Cincinnati. So All right, Charlie. Now, I, something you said earlier, Charlie, you said you wanted Dwight Tillery to put you in his book. Are you sure you want him to put you in his book? <laughs> He's going to let me edit it before he publishes it. <laughs> So God bless you, Lincoln Ware, right. Eric Hillary, and all the wonderful listeners on the wonderful Lincoln Ware show. We'll talk to you. Thanks for calling, Charlie Winburn. Thank you, Dwight Tillery. Thank and I'm you, sure we'll, uh, this is not going away, so I'm sure we'll talk again. Thank you. Thank you. All right. That's Dwight Tillery landing out there. And uh, he's not a friend of Channel 9, I don't think. No, no, he's not. <laughs> okay. All right. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I don't think I want to be in uh, Dwight Tillery's book either. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I better read it over before he puts me in there. All right, 749-1230-513 is the area code. We're going to take a break, and then we'll come back. We've got uh, Wayne, Brian, Eliah, and others holding on. It's the Lincoln Ware Show, 1230, The Buzz. I found loving. I found loving. Yeah. Fat back bang. They were bad back in the day. 1230 WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln, we're with you till 1 o'clock this afternoon. And coming up at 1, Reverend Al Shopton. And I'm sure he'll probably have something to say about Jesse Jackson stepping down from uh, Rainbow Push. If he didn't Friday, I don't know if he did or not, uh, but he'll probably have something to say about that. Yes, man. Uh, just to recap all the stuff that's going on. Of course, another drive-by. Freeman Avenue in the West End, 37-year-old woman gunned down. Uh, funeral services today for the nine-year-old uh, uh, nine-year-old girl from Silverton. Her funeral service, actually, service is going on now, I believe. Over at the Corinthian Baptist Church. Yes. And let's see what else is going on. Uh, shooting at Armletter Park where the kids out there playing football. They're over there shooting. I just don't understand. And then you see the three guys they caught from the Silverton shooting. It's no talking to these guys. If you look at them, who are they going to listen to? They're not going to listen to anything but the other end of a bullet. That's all they're going to listen to. Then the Alabama woman who spotted a kid walking on the interstate Thursday night, she gets out of the car and she disappears until Saturday. 
That's the strangest story that I've ever heard. I'm anxious to hear what really happened. What really happened? All righty. Okay. And let's see what else we got. Uh, boy, just a lot going on. These shootings, these drive-bys, they're getting out of hand. Out of hand. They said they had cops on the scene in less than a minute. But I guess spot shotter took them there, but they're always gone by the time they get there. They're always gone. And it's always a, a Hyundai or either a Kia that they're driving. Hyundai or a Kia <laughs> they're driving is unbelievable. Those are the drive-by cars. All right, let's go to Wayne. Wayne, how are you today? I'm doing okay, Lincoln. What's on your mind? I'm the guy who called you about a month ago about the woman that was in the Justice Center that got jumped on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they waited 10 days to take her to the hospital. Yes, yes. She stayed in there. You said you were going to get back with you me. You know, let me see. Did I, no I'm trying one, to think. Did I ever hear back from them, or did I even, uh, let's see. Uh, did I hear back from them? No, I didn't. I'll, I'll check. What was her name again? Ebony Stenson. S-T-E-N-S-O-N. S-T-E-N-S-O-N. And I'll wait till you get back with me on that. But okay. I also want to echo uh, Mr. Charlie Winburn and Dwight Tillery. I'm glad someone is speaking out about this yes. school system. Yes. I want to echo them. Because that is that is one of the foundations of one of the problems that we're having in our community. It ain't just the parents. It's the school system, the parents, the mental health. It's all failed. Yes. Well, uh, it's all, yeah, everybody needs to work together, but they like to blame most of it on the parents. That's what people like to do. It's, you know, well, you they took, might. When you took the power from the parents, like yes. You know, I don't want to tell your age or my age, but you know, our parents, we didn't have this kind of problem, and we live and be productive in society, and look where we came. We have came from the 60s, when there were hardly no blacks on the television. <laughs> well, where we I are mean, now. Yeah, yeah. But they, all the they started to the come parents, in in the 70s, you know, the Jeffersons and... Stanford and Son, Sanford and Son, and uh, let's see, what else was there? You know, they started to move in in the 70s. You started to see more and more black folks, but uh, I hear what you're saying. And, those, right. and the, the shows that were on weren't necessarily great role model shows. I mean, you know, uh, uh, like, the, like uh, what's, what was the, um, oh, boy, I can't think of uh, the one that, um, what's his name? Dynamite. I mean, oh, that's, you look at that and right. you're like, huh? I think good times. Good times, yeah. You look at good times, you know, they tried to make living in the projects fun. You know what I mean? And I don't think it was fun for everybody. Because it was a struggle for us to come out of where we were at. Yeah. You know, uh, Lincoln, a lot of those yeah. shows 
was actually crazy. Well, yeah, I you mean, they tried to make living in those projects. They tried to make it look like, oh, that, that wouldn't be a bad place to live. I want to live there. But, yeah, it, it wasn't like that at all. Well, mostly the black shows, uh, they were clowns. Well, the, Je- the Jeffersons, uh, I mean, I, I like Jefferson was, was a good role model. I mean, this guy got his own businesses. He expanded, and he moved on up to the east side, and uh, he didn't look back. No, but they were still laughing at that show. What well, about some black shows that were serious where there was no laughter, and they're telling the story? And well, really look at The Shy. You can find that on The Shy today. That's pretty much real. The, that, the, 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 the shy stuff happened on there is like real. But not back then. Yes. All right. Hey, uh, okay, then, Wayne, uh, thanks uh, for your call. Get back with me, please. All right. Thanks for your call. All right. Yeah, the shy is coming back real soon. I think August 4th is coming back. Yeah. And it's amazing how those kids have grown up over the years that the shy has been on TV. Uh, Papa... Papa has changed more than any of them. He looks like a completely different person than he looked uh, two or three years ago. Papa. If you watch The Shy, you know who Papa is. <laughs> yes. But, Can you do uh, your live spot, Paw Paw? <laughs> listen to <at> this. <laughs> yes. Let me, uh, let's see, where am I here? All right. Yeah, we'll get to the live spot in just a second. But, yeah, I'm just uh The Shy is one of those stories that, I mean, it really, it looks like that's the life people could be living in Chicago. Some people, you know, they have the, the violence, the gang violence. They have the shootings. They have people struggling. They have problems with babysitters and all that stuff. So, I mean, it, it, it's everyday life that people face. You'll see that on the shy. Yes, you'll see it right there. All right, uh, 749-1230-513 is the area code. want to tell you about my good friends over at Dedicated Senior Medical Centers. They're located, they've got them all over town. You can go to the one on Coleraine Avenue in Mount Airy. You can go to the one uh, on Reading Road in Roseland, or you can go over on the west side of town, Glenway Crossing. Yes, they've got them. If your doctor is not spending a lot of time with you, not spending time to get to know what's ailing you and how they can treat what's pro- what, what the problem is. Hey, if they're not spending time with you, you need to change. You need to say yes to dedicated senior medical centers. Oh, yeah. And uh, they'll give you the primary care that you probably need. Dedicated senior medical centers. They're all over town. Let me give you the phone number. Write this number down and give them a call. They'll set up a uh, they'll even set up a tour with you. If you want to come over and tour the place before you decide to say yes, they'll make that arrangement for you. The phone number is 513-572-5757. That's 513-572-5757. Give them a call today. Dedicated Senior Medical Centers, do like me and say yes, and they'll get you together. 513-572-5757. All right, we're going to break for news, and then we'll come back with more on the Lincoln Ware Show, 1230, The Buzz.